You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Wednesday, a bunch to cover in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. We're going to be talking about something a little bit different in the first segment, some fundraising stuff. Then we'll get into the NBA playoffs with the Pelicans looking at their roster, and then maybe carry that over into the third segment. We'll see how long that one goes, how I'm feeling about everything. So let's just dive right into it in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need over at rockauto.com. So we'll get into some real basketball stuff here in just a moment in the next couple of segments on the show, but we're going to start off doing things a little bit differently uh, with everything. As I've said the past couple of episodes, just with all that's going on in the world and the fact that this is a show about the NBA, which is largely made up of black athletes and you know people of color, whatever phrase you want to use with it. Um, and I've saw, I saw the numbers on it, by the way. It was kind of interesting. Let me pull this up and I can read these off to you. This comes from the Axios Sports Newsletter, which is basically my favorite thing to get in the morning to kind of learn about what's going on. In, uh, in terms of players in the NBA, um, it, this is the, the chart that I have here. African-American representation at the team level. 74.8% of the league is African-American. Of the professional staff, it's 20%. Senior administration is 15.8%. Vice presidents, 148 General managers, 21.7%. Assistant coaches, 37.1%. And head coaches, 26.7%. You compare that to the NFL. The NFL is 58 0.9% African American. Um, and the next closest number would be basically 30% of assistant coaches are African American as well. So the NBA largely made up of this. This is why the sport exists. These athletes out there, this is why I make money off of the podcast because they play games and do other things. And so, as I've said before, you, you can't stick to sports right now with what's going on in the world. And if I'm making money off of these guys, and I am, to be honest, um, you've got to kind of stand up for them too. And that's why you've heard me be much more vocal. And basically I hit a breaking point last week with everything where I just couldn't stay silent anymore. And this has led to some bad reviews on iTunes for the podcast. If people don't like this because they want to kind of get away from everything. And like I said, if you're trying to get away from these difficult conversations, that says a lot about you as a person, cause you shouldn't be running from this sort of thing right now. I've had a couple of good reviews too, praising me for this and thanking me for this. A lot of people have reached out in my DMS as well. And I, appreciate that. Um, but it's disappointing to see negative reviews on the podcast with it. But, you know, it's this ties into the Drew Brees thing, too. It's a lot of talk. And he says, you want to see some actions. So I'm going to do some actions with this. And what I've said on Twitter and I said the other day is I'm planning on donating my payment that I get in June. It's usually around like the 24th of the month for the podcast. I'm going to donate that all to a Black Lives Matter related charity. And if you've been out there on the front lines of the protests or heavily involved in anything here in New Orleans, I'd love for you to give me some recommendations on charities that you think the money should go to. And 
you know, I'd like it to make an impact in the community that I live in here too, in the city of New Orleans. So I think that would be great. And I'd like to hear from people who are really out there and more involved. I have some ideas on where we can, we can direct the money to, and I think it'll be fun and great um, and make a difference. But I'd like to really hear from other people as well to find some more causes that they find worthy. So I'll be donating my paycheck. Mason Ginsburg of Bourbon Street Shots and the In the Know podcast, who's a good friend of mine, um, sent me a text saying, hey, you know, he probably wants to get involved and make a donation as well. Uh, the guys over at Pro's Pel- Propel's Talk, that podcast has said they'd like to match or get involved as well. So you're going to see a lot of people coming together. I'm a big believer. I'm a fundraiser full time in my real life job um, away from the podcast. I'm a big believer in the power of the collective. And that's what I'd love to see all of us people in the media or who have a podcast or anything want to make a donation to. That's going to be great. And I'd love to have listeners involved in this as well. We'll be. I'm getting some of the details still put together. But basically, I think the way we're going to do this is similar to when we were raising money for Leonce, who was an usher over at uh, the Smoothie King Center. If you remember that from a couple of years ago, his home burnt down. We raised some money for him on a GoFundMe. We're not going to do a GoFundMe with this. All I'm going to say is if you make a donation to a charity, a Black Lives Matter charity, or you know even a hospitality charity, let's just raise some money. Whatever it is you'd like, wherever it is you'd like to donate to, wherever a charity or an organization speaks to you, make that donation there. Send me the receipt showing it and basically for every ten dollars you donate i will throw we'll give you a raffle ticket let's call it and i'll keep track of all this i have a lot of random pels hornet swag that i've accumulated over the years that i do not need uh we'll also have some tickets involved in this so basically every you'll get a bunch of raffle tickets based off your donation and showing it to me and we'll pull names out of a hat for random prizes and i will mail them all to you shipping's on me and all of that or get them to you in person at a game or something like that so if you want to make a donation to any of the charities and I will put some out there on Twitter soon um, if you need some direction on all of this too send me the receipt and we'll get entered into the drawing I've had a couple of people who follow me on Twitter say they want to be involved in this too they've offered to donate some items which I think is great I'll talk more about those on Friday when I kind of get a list of everything if you have items services anything you want to throw in Love to hear it. Let me know. Again, DMs are open on Twitter. But so that's what I want to start off doing. We'll probably do this for the next week, two weeks. I don't know just yet. I'll have the specifics for that on Friday. But that is where we're going to do it. The Locked On Podcast Network, by the way, is donating, is matching all of our host donations uh, up to $10,000. And we're going to hit that number if you realize how many podcasts are there as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network and how much we all care about all of this. Um, they're going to be donating $10,000 to a couple of different charities as well and spreading that around. And I think that's really awesome. So it's very cool to see the Lockdown Podcast Network be a part of this as well. And I'd love for you to join us in this and let's make a collective impact, do some good in our community here in New Orleans, whether that's whatever amount you want to donate is great. $10 matters. You know, when a th- uh, 10 people donate $10, that's a hundred bucks. If a hundred people donate $10, that's a thousand dollars. It adds up really quickly and can make a big difference. So if you don't have much, just simply making a gift, a donation to an organization that you think matters makes a big difference difference and it helps spread the word around. So this is an awesome way for us all to come together, I think, behind a very good cause, unless you're one of those assholes who are leaving me negative reviews about this here on iTunes. You don't need to do that. Uh, So make your donation. On, I'll have a list of charities we can talk about on Friday. I'll also throw some out there on Twitter too. And let's make an impact. 
Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by rockauto.com. If you're trying to save a little bit of money, maybe you just want to learn more and do something with your hands, rockauto.com is a great option for helping you find parts that you need for your car, whether you're replacing something, upgrading something, or just trying to tinker around a little bit as well. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models out there, it's basically impossible for these big box stores, the stores in your neighborhood, to carry all the parts that you're going to need. And it might take a while for some of them to come in. And when your car's not running, that's just not what you want to deal with. You don't want to have budgeted time to go there, come back, fix it, and only realize you're not going to be able to do it for a week or so. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Their website is unbelievably easy to use. If you don't know some of the specifics on your car, they basically walk you through all of it. And they have everything from engine control modules, brake pads to tail lamps, motor oil. You can even get new carpeting if you need to replace that after a storm or something like that. So whether it's your classic car or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door from rockauto.com i am restoring a car from 1976 partially restoring i use this all the time because frankly their prices on parts are cheaper than anywhere else i've looked they come to me quickly because they actually stock this stuff other places don't and when i'm working on this i don't want to waste a lot of time and rockauto.com just gives me reliably low prices for and i'm a do-it-yourselfer you can sometimes get different tiers at different organizations, different companies. You don't need that. This is the same price for everybody. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so we're going to talk basketball here in like literally uh, th- 30 seconds or so, but I'm going to say tomorrow is going to be a special edition of Locked on Pels. It's not even really a Locked on Pels episode, but we're having a great round table from a lot of our hosts discussing race in sports, um, people who are people of color that can give you a more unique perspective than I can, a white, uh, that I can, a white dude on all of this. It's going to be in every Locked on podcast for the Thursday show. There's going to be no advertising in there. It's not technically a Locked On Pels episode, but we wanted people to hear this because we found it so good, so enlightening, and so important. So if you want to give that a listen, it will be in the feed tomorrow for Locked On Pelicans. All right, actual NBA stuff and the bubble, the campus that's going to be in Walt Disney World in Orlando when the NBA returns to action. We'll go over the schedule coming up here in just a little bit for some of the dates on things that are going to be rather important for it all. But I want to look at some of the roster stuff and clear up any kind of misconceptions up there. We kind of have some clarity on this a little bit. We've already talked about tiebreakers. We'll likely see the schedule very soon. And now it kind of comes to the roster and the players that you'll see out there. Now some teams have had a chance to rest guys get them back. The uh, Portland Trailblazers who voted against all this and seem to hate all of this, um, even though they're kind of given every advantage in it, um, come out looking pretty good. Yusuf Nurkic should be back. Zach Collins should be back. They should be healthy and much better than they were during the regular season. The Pelicans have guys to kind of get in a little bit better shape. Looking at you, Zion, maybe bulk up a little bit. Looking at you, Brandon Ingram, and just being overall better. But they also have a guy who could be coming back from injury in a guy like Kenrich Williams who hadn't been playing and now he should be rested and good to go. That adds another piece for them. But also, what about a guy like Darius Miller? He's been out for the entire season after surgery um, before the year started. 
that's an interesting case here if he's going to play or not. And we don't know, but he's been working out and potentially could. But if he doesn't, it will open up a roster spot for New Orleans. The NBA is basically allowing you to do some transactions before all of this. And it's most likely that they would convert a two-way guy to that open roster spot rather than sign anyone else. I've spoken a lot about Didi Luzada Silva. Uh, over the past couple of months saying I think he'll be in the rotation next season. The Pelicans seem very, very high on him. He has been sh- uh, posting workouts on Instagram and Twitter, wearing Pels gear, having Pelicans stuff in his like social media images on his header and profile picture and all that. You're not going to see him with the team in Orlando, or at least not playing in games with the team in Orlando, likely not practicing. You've needed to have been an NBA player this year in some capacity to be able to make a roster. So no signing international guys to any sort of contracts that allow them to play. So it's going to be kind of limited interactions when it comes to this. End of season moves can be pretty important. The Miami Heat signed Kendrick Nunn um, and uh, Duncan Robinson last year in like the final two weeks of the regular season. Those guys have been very good for them this year. Um, you also have a guy like DeMarcus Cousins who get could get added to a roster uh, during all of this if he is appearing to be healthy and could be a difference maker for a team as well. I've actually heard a rumor of him going to the Miami Heat, which is an intriguing idea. Um, I don't expect him to sign with New Orleans, though. Don't see that happening whatsoever. That's likely how the roster is going to look. So I don't think much is going to change for New Orleans. Maybe you see Darius Miller. Maybe you don't. More likely you don't. And maybe you see one of the two-way guys come up, Zylan Chatham or Josh Gray. They've both impressed in Erie. So far and be great to see some of them get some burn out here on the court and then coming up in the next segment let's talk about two guys who have a lot to gain or lose when it comes to what we're about to see and everything with this roster so we'll touch on that coming up here in just a moment so today's show is also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first order. Seriously, these are my lunch now. I work out around 11, 30, 12 every day right after I eat one of these because they taste really, really good. The flavors are awesome. And they're not chalky, they're not dry, they're coated in 100% real chocolate. They've got either 15 grams of protein or 20 grams of protein. They're all going to be 110 calories, including one of the bars that's, a, or, sorry, 170 calories, including one that's 110 calories. Compare these to other bars that you might buy and use as meal replacements or after a workout. These are going to be better for you. I absolutely love these things. John Corrales, my co-host on the Wednesday edition of Locked On NBA, loves these too. He eats one for breakfast every day. So they are a great way for you to, you know, just maintain weight and use it as a meal replacement or build some muscle and they just taste really, really good. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code Locked On, and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code Locked On for $10 off over at BuiltBar.com. So we have the tentative schedule for what the NBA is going to look like when we get back to Orlando and everything kind of gets set. So the season is scheduled to start on July 31st. Teams are going to play eight games. They're basically going to be playing every other day. So the season starts, and this is all tentatively, July 31. August 16th through 17th is going to be the play-in tournament between the 8th and ninth seed if, if it applies. You've got to be within four games in the ninth spot to play the eighth spot. August 18th is going to be the start of the first round of the NBA playoffs. The conference semifinals start on September 1st, conference finals on September 15th, and then September 30th 
all the way in September, in the end of September, is going to be NBA Finals Game 1, and the season's going to run through October 12th for NBA Finals Game 7, if needed. So that is the tentative schedule of everything. That is a long, long time to go still. So we're going to be having some basketball in a little bit. We still got over a month before we we get there, but it means it's coming. The fact that things are kind of set looks pretty good. So I'm excited to see some NBA basketball back. So are a number of the Pelicans players because a couple of guys have a lot at stake. Lonzo Ball, if he excels and helps get the team into this, could be in talks for an extension this offseason rather than playing next season and then going in as a restricted free agent. Brandon Ingram probably doesn't have nearly as much to play for because he's guaranteed, in my opinion, to get a max either here or elsewhere, and then the Pelicans just match. He will be back in a Pelicans uniform next season with a max contract uh, and all of the money that it comes with that, depending on what the salary cap is going to be set at, given that this is why they're starting back up again to get more money kind of poured into all of that. But there's two guys on this roster that, you know, have a lot at stake in this and that's two guards because we know the front court and I think they bring Derek Favors back is going to likely be set. Melly's under contract for another year um, and so on and so forth. But two guys in the back court could be the odd people out, even people out when it comes to this sort of thing. Each one more who is just a steady role player if un- unspectacular for New Orleans um, might not be back next year. If you add Silva into the, the backcourt rotation, where does he really fit? The players love him, Drew Holiday said, when more play when each one plays, we win. But is there just room for him? You know, he won't cost a whole lot because I don't think his market's gonna be huge, but still, you know, it's money you might not want to spend on something that is superfluous. I like him. I think he's a solid dude off the bench. Like he, he, you know, was played out of positions, done everything you could want from him. But does it really make sense to bring him back long term? The other guy that's maybe got more at stake here is Frank Jackson. He's had some moments, but he's also had stretches of play where he hasn't been great. He's been inconsistent in terms of scoring in his shot. The Pelicans have given him opportunities to succeed. You see him closing quarters. You've seen him close some games, including moments where he's played well in those crunch time situations. But he's going to be a restricted free agent. Likely not going to get a huge deal this offseason. The Pelicans can match. But it's one of those things that if your roster is kind of filling up, he might be on the outside looking in a fringe guy that just where's the roster spot for him. And that could be, you know, uh, an, an issue. So if he plays well during these eight games and I'm sure he'll get the opportunity to in the Pelicans make the playoffs, that could help his case for bringing him back next season. Recency bias is a thing. You know, if you played well in those final eight games of the season, that's what everyone's going to remember. And that's what Frank Jackson probably needs to hope for. Uh, they're high on him still. They like a lot of the things he brings to the table that he brings to the team. So he, they're going to be looking for him to play a role in all of this. One guy who's probably just gone no matter what is going to be Jalil Okafor. Looks like it, not a mistake to keep him over a guy like Christian Wood, who's you know had flashes with Detroit this year. Um, but no matter what he does, I, one, I don't think you'll really see him play at all, but it looks like he's likely to be gone. Uh, so I don't even know if this really matters for him or not. In terms of his Pelicans career, he should latch on somewhere else, I would think. Um, in the NBA somewhere. But those two guys, Etuan Moore, Frank Jackson, guys who have a lot riding on these final eight games of the regular season.
That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. More fundraising stuff coming on Friday when I have some more details there. But in the meantime, if you want to donate, go make a donation. I encourage it. It's a great thing. Um, and get involved. And send me the receipt. Show me. You can block out any personal information if you don't want me to see it. Let me just see the organization you made it to and the dollar amount so I know how many tickets to give you into you know the random assortment of things we'll do. Um, and it's great to have everyone involved. I'll keep a running tally of how much we raise as well. And I think that's going to be a really great thing, a really cool thing so encourage you all to do that i will be donating my paycheck for june from locked on uh pelicans and nba uh towards an organization and if you have specifics here in a second let me know uh as well on twitter so at nola jake jake madison here the host of locked on pelicans and i'll be back with you all on friday